Hey, man. Hi, how are you? Good, man. How are you? Pretty good. Good, good. Um, are you going to school or? Am I what? Are you going to school? Um, actually, I uh, just finished my last day before spring break. Oh, um, nah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have uh, yeah, it's really different from Lisa. Yeah, what's up, Tigo? Hey, Hi, Alex. Hey, Martin. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. Good. You guys Talking get spring break? Uh, At least, he uh, does. I- yeah, I'm not I, sure why, because it's February. I, uh, but <laughs> yeah, I uh, I go to school earlier and then uh, leave school earlier in the summer. Okay. All right. So yeah. blessing okay. and a curse. What'd you say? It's like a blessing and a curse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, welcome back to On the Fast Break NBA Talk. I'm your host, Alex, and we're back again today with Martin and Tigo. Yep. Um, it's been a couple of weeks since our last episodes because the last couple episodes have been hour and a half plus. Yeah. Um, so we did decide to take a little break. We've also been very busy. Um, so we're back now, though. We've got a lot of stuff going on in the NBA the last couple of weeks, um, for, from trade rumors to the NBA All-Star game. Um, so yeah, let's just get straight into it. Um, so first up on our little schedule, I had, uh, trade rumors and the first person I did want to talk about was Andre Drummond. Um, he's been in trade talks a long time now, almost a month, I want to say, and he's been sitting out for the Cavs for a week or so. And the Cavs have been losing games, um, more than they were when Andre Drummond was playing. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if this is the smartest decision for the Cavs. Yeah, I, I thought it would be at first. Um, I thought Jared Allen would be able to fill his role even better than he was doing potentially. Jared. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've been doing worse. But he's still on the trading block because I think that um, I mean, number one destination right now seems to be Toronto, and I seem I feel like they can get um, a good a good deal done there. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I hadn't heard about Toronto, but I think that's a good idea because if you, if you look at how the Nets are playing, they're really, like, at the moment, they're playing mm-hmm. so well that they don't necessarily yeah. need anything else. Yeah. I don't know. So I, yeah, what's up? No, keep going, Martin. Sorry. I just was going to say that because they're playing so well, and I understand that defense is an issue and rebounding is an issue, but I, th- mm-hmm. I think DeAndre's in good form, and if they trust him to keep that up throughout the playoffs – Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think they're they they have a sense of urgency to make a trade. Right. Yeah, I've kind of been thinking that as well. They've been playing so well on the offensive side of the ball. Team chemistry seems to be so much better over in Brooklyn that they don't really need him anymore, at least as of right now. What were you going to say, Tico? No, I'm. I feel like Andre is going to end up at at a team similar to Cleveland, um, just kind of like a team that's wandering um, and not really <laughs> searching for for wins they're just trying to rebuild kind of like Cleveland is right now like Cleveland they started to play they were starting to play good ball Mm -hmm. Um, and like I've still heard that they're not in any rush to get rid of Andre obviously Mm -hmm. they do actually have like a couple stable players over there Um, Mm -hmm. they don't really have any stars unfortunately but you know Colin Sexton is starting to start a step up so yeah it would be smart for Cleveland to try and keep a hold of him, you know, sports is finally, yeah, started to be a thing back in Cleveland, and so they need winners there. Um, you know, I've heard like the Knicks or even 
Um, the Mavs were interested, but mm-hmm. the hardest thing would be to stay. This is this is kind of random, but you see how well the Wizards have been playing recently, especially Bradley Beal. But Russell Westbrook, who's had like eleven triple doubles this season so far, mm-hmm. um, they've they're on a three-game win streak right now. Their most recent win, I want to say, is against the Celtics. Um, and this is just out of nowhere. I haven't heard this anywhere, but I feel like Andre Drummond to the Wizards could be a good opportunity, not only for Drummond but for the Wizards altogether. The other one uh, that I was thinking of. I just kind of popped in my head was maybe the Hornets. I don't know if they have any assets mm-hmm. that they can give, mm-hmm. but the Hornets have been playing uh, exceptionally well in terms of compared to what people thought they were going to play like this yeah. season. Yeah, for sure. And I think they'll they'll be in the playoffs. So if MJ wants his team to kind of make a push, get to the second round, Drummond is the guy for that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, you guys are thinking. Y'all are thinking because, like, those are two teams I could really use – a stable big man right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, honestly, those would be great. And definitely the Hornets and the Wizards are playing better than expected. Mm-hmm. They, they're they led by, you know, small forwards, point guards that need big dudes that they can throw to. You know, Miles yeah. Bridges is not a big guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he plays like it sometimes, but he's not. Yeah, yeah. Um and it it turns out that uh, I think their their nickname is uh, Airbnb, but uh, Air Miles Bridges and Lamelo Ball <laughs> have been a great fit together, and I feel like Andre Drummond should just make that even better. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Rozier too, I think Terry Rozier. Yeah, he's had like yeah. what three forty point games this season already. Four. Yeah, but not even the forty or anything like he's any been highlight. Clutch. He's been clutch. Yeah. yeah, he's been clutch, but he's also just been consistent the whole season. I think he's putting up something like 22 a game, mm. which is really good. And I think it, it kind of shows that the organization <clears throat> had faith on signing him last year, even mm. though he didn't play that well. And I think this year he's really proving his quality. Yeah, yeah. I'm just happy to see him do well. Very yeah, the, the league is very different. The mm-hmm. league is very different than what it was, you know, you know, five, six years ago where, like, a lot of these players are being developed really well. They're learning the game from a more, like, scientific standpoint, and they're understanding their strengths. And really, you're seeing them develop, you know, or you're seeing them boost in confidence the more touches they get because they really develop fast when they get more touches. And that's mm-hmm. that's what Terry Rozier has experienced at the Hornets. So, yeah, he's having yeah. a good season. And I feel like that's that could be the reason why LaMelo Ball seems to be the best rookie so far is because yeah. he's on what you would call probably the team in the league that has the least players that touch the ball a lot, you know? Yep. Um, Timberwolves, you could consider a bad team, but you have Carl Anthony Towns and eventually D'Angelo Russell who get a lot of touches and will get a lot of touches. Um when the Hornets, I mean, LaMelo Ball is practically their best player already. Um, who plays, Terry Rozier who plays should be there. The I forget. So um, their two guys are Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell, yeah. um, who each get a lot of touches per game. Um, you know, I did want to Beasley, too, the guy who's dating um, Scottie Pippen's ex-wife, Beasley. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just got a 12-game suspension or something like that, didn't he? Yeah, no, but that, that was for uh, – yeah, because he's had trouble in the offseason. I think that's – he he was bummed out about it because once the season ends for the Timberwolves, he's going directly to jail. So, 
Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not pass go. Pretty sure he's in uh in home prison right now, right? For a couple of weeks. Yeah. He told me. like that. That's that's why he's not playing. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 seemed to be a pretty good player too. So that's a little disappointing for Timberwolves. But... No, yeah, I think he he's been a he's he's contributed a lot more and I think he just mm-hmm. doesn't get kind of get recognized because of the whole Scotty Pippen's ex-wife thing. So mm-hmm. But yeah. He's been Yeah, so as of right now, um it seems like for Andre Drummond um he will be going to a team like the Wizards or the Hornets. Um and you know, if if Andre Drummond goes to the Wizards, the Wizards are immediately even more of a contender than they are right now, um, in my opinion. And if he goes to the Hornets, it, it's a fairly big contract, and I want to say twenty nine million dollars. But the Hornets, literally every single one of their contracts, I want to say, but besides Terry Rozier, whose contract is around eighteen million, every single one of their contracts is under six million dollars. Wow. So that leaves them a lot of cap space to sign someone in free agency. And this summer is big free agency. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like Andre Drummond will draw in a lot of good players if he goes there, you know, yeah. because he's a great rebounder who can outlet pass up the floor. Um, so that it would be a great pickup for the Hornets for sure. I mean, if the, Horn- yeah, go ahead. Yeah, if the Hornets could also secure like a veteran shooter, mm-hmm. they could be a real – Somebody like Dragic, you know, some sort of like, even JJ Reddick is mm-hmm. would be a good fit for that team if they could secure a big man and somebody who's veteran, a little bit of handles and you know has good IQ. They could be a a real dangerous team in in a year. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. No one was expecting them to be this good already as of right now. And you add Andre Drummond and a good shooter like JJ Reddick or Seth Curry even. Yeah, you're a, you're a you're a you're a good team. Yeah, the other thing um, I would say is I don't know if John Collins is available this offseason, but I feel like he's a promising young player, and I think if you could add him on, and he'll probably won't be asking for that much money, that would be a good pickup. Yeah, yeah, I think I I John Collins was offered that like twenty what was it a huge contract. Um, and he said during the offseason, he said, that's not enough for me. And so as of right now, his contract for every team is just getting lower and lower and lower because he's not playing well. <laughs> so he he definitely made a mistake. And I'm sure a lot of teams will uh, be looking to pay him little money for the good player he is um, at the end of the season. So we'll see where he goes. Oh, if he stays or what, whatever that is. But um, yeah, so... Moving on to, I want to talk about Kyle Lowry next. That's mm-hmm. another big thing that just surfaced a couple of days ago now. Um, he says he wants to go to his hometown in Philly. And if you go to Philly, you are immediately contending with the Lakers and the Clippers and the Nets. Um, not that they weren't already, but it makes them so much better. Um, if you have Ben Simmons starting at the three and Kyle Lowry starting at the one, and then Kyle Lowry comes out like 10 minutes in or eight minutes in, and then Simmons goes to the one, and you have that little nice rotation, then Ben Simmons comes out, Kyle Lowry goes back in, and then Ben Simmons comes back in at the one, and Kyle Lowry goes to the two or something like that. You have a really good team, and then you have Joel Embiid down low. Um, so if Lowry goes to the Sixers, I think uh, we've got another super team formed. Yeah, that would be exciting to watch. I think, you know, yeah. having Kyle Lowry – 
you know, especially at the one, uh, because I actually I think that's but even though Ben Simmons runs the one a lot, I don't think he's mm-hmm. he's a point guard. He's he's too big, right? LeBron yeah. LeBron James will walk up and down the court with the ball all day, but we all know he's not a point guard, and that's the same thing with mm-hmm. with um, with uh, Ben Simmons here. So if we bring in you know a veteran once again, good IQ, good mm-hmm. shooter, right? Because mm-hmm. that, you know, extends the floor, what, what Kyle Lowry will bring to the Corys. He can extend the floor mm-hmm. um, and bring a ball-handling threat, right, when where mm-hmm. he's dished the ball out. He's a very smart player. He hasn't had a good team um, in a while, and so this it would be awesome for him to get the chance to go home. Yeah, it seems like the only yeah, good I, team, I like, good team was, like, when Kawhi was in Toronto. And look what happened there. Mm-hmm. And the other thing so. that I think uh, hasn't been spoken about about Lowry is I think he also brings championship experience. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so I don't think Lowry's going to want to go anywhere but the Sixers. He's been very vocal about that. If he were even to get traded, um, because it seems like the Raptors are going to start wanting to rebuild around Van Vliet and Siakam. Um which I think they have a, a, a bright future there yeah. over in Toronto. But what are the possibilities of trading Kyle Lowry for Andre Drummond? Just straight up. Maybe a couple second-round picks on each side. Mm, I, don't think, I don't think that could happen. I mean, they're both – I just feel like <laughs> Kyle Lowry currently mm-hmm. is more valuable than Andre mm-hmm. Drummond. He brings more to the table. And he – because he brings more to the table, that's why we think he can make decisions on where he wants to go when he says he wants to go to his hometown. And that's why it's more up, up in the air about Andre. It, mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry, he, you know he brings veteran experience, like you said, championship experience. So mm-hmm. teams want that. Versus Andre Drummond, he's been, you know, here, there, and the other. And, yes, he's produced. You know, he you can count on him for a double-double. But mm-hmm. what is he going to help your help your team win? Um, yeah, yeah. He's going to get you far in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of tricky. It's just Kyle Lowry can. I think he is one of the most underrated players there are out there right now. Yeah. Um, but as you said, can he? Yeah, can he? Can he do everything for you? Um, which is why, yeah, I think. It is more likely – it does seem like a better trade for him to go to the Sixers. I don't know what they would trade for him. Um, probably a couple picks um, because, as I said, the Raptors are looking like they're going to be more of a um, selling team and then rebuilding. Yeah. Um, so probably a lot of picks, and that could be a steal for the Sixers because it seems like they're trying to contend right now um, with how they're playing recently. So. Yeah, the Sixers are playing um... – Decent, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, j- decent. They're they're doing all right, but mm-hmm. um, it would really be great if they could, you know, bring out another piece because right now, yes, they're doing well. They're doing actually really well. Uh, but mm-hmm. they do, just like when the Lakers were doing all right um, with LeBron there, he brought mm-hmm. on more pieces. Um, when they brought on more pieces at the Clippers, you expected certain things from them. And so that's – I think the Sixers don't have that championship experience on their team. And so they 
should bring somebody with that there. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, that's what Kawhi did when he he went to Toronto, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it seems like Kyle Lowry has. Uh, it would be really fun to see him on the Sixers, though. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and then I did want to move on to Kristaps Porzingis next. Um, it seems like the main thing for him right now is the Warriors. And um, he just hasn't been playing well. <laughs> Voice crack. He has not been playing well. Um <clears throat> And it just seems like the Mavericks need to dish him off before he loses all trade value to me. Um, I don't like the way he's been playing. He's been playing like uh, he just hasn't been meshing with the team for one. And two, he just hasn't been playing like his old self in in New York. Um, Yeah. I don't know where he would go. Um, I, besides Golden State, I don't. They might trade like Kelly Oubre and some picks, but or Kelly, something like that. Kelly's Kelly is bouncy, and Kelly is playing really well. So I don't know mm-hmm. if, if the Warriors want to get rid of him. Yeah, the Warriors have a great rookie, um, and that's you know he's he's playing amazing, um, and so they want to develop him as a big man. You know, honestly, Kristaps mm-hmm. right now is a bench player. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't think he imagined that Luca would come out and steal the spotlight from him. Um, yeah. That's that's a hundred percent what has happened. You know, when he was playing for New York, he had he was he he looked good in New York uh, because mm-hmm. that's what Madison Square Garden has unfortunately turned into since the heydays of the Knicks. It's more mm-hmm. uh, a show. Um, yeah. So if he wants to play serious basketball then he has to think about what his role is. And if he wants to, you know, go into the playoffs, he has to think of what his role is. And that'll probably, mm-hmm. probably sorry about that. That'll probably influence his decision. Uh, I see that he might go to the Spurs. Um, mm. They might have more pieces over there to move around. And it might be, it might be a good fit for him to go to a team that is, is more in need and not really winning. Uh, so that mm-hmm. he can get a passion for the game again. Yeah. And to me, you know, Kristaps doesn't seem like the kind of guy that wants to go to a team that is not contending. Mm-hmm. He he just seems like the kind of guy that just wants to win and be done, you know. Um, and I know that you said the Spurs have expressed interest. I know that the Bulls have talked about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um the Bulls seem to be on the verge of deciding whether they need to sell and rebuild again or whether they need to just go for contending as a, like right now. Um, and if you ask me, you don't sell because the fans love Zach Levine and to sell, you'd have to get rid of him. Yeah. Um, two, you have a good team. It's just you need – we have a better coach. We just need, like, I, it's tough. The Bulls are a tricky team, but we just need to trade Otto Porter. Yeah, unfortunately for the Bulls, it seems like we always have good pieces, um, and then never they just don't sync up. Right now, we have some yeah. good pieces. 
um, mm-hmm. and we should be performing better. Um, we're almost at 50%. We'll see what happens tonight um, with the game against the Suns. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, do we want to rebuild? No, I think we, we're starting to rebuild. And so mm-hmm. you got to build on what you have. Um um, find us a good big man. Hey, Andre Drummond, why don't you come here to Chicago? Mm-hmm. We got a nice little home for you. Um, and yeah, honestly, yeah, why doesn't Andre come here? Yeah, yeah. You know, me and me and my mom were talking the other day about. Um, I'm thinking about going into real estate eventually in my later profession, and we're talking about how Chicago's population is slowly going down. Um, and it just, it's, I mean, everyone always says Chicago is always number two option in free agency. Um, and it just, it's not the team that repels the players, if you ask me. It's the city itself. Mm. Between gun violence and all this stuff, that has a huge factor with players deciding where to go. Um, there was that funny Stephen A. clip. Um, telling Deshaun Watson not to go to Chicago, not because of the team, but because of the wind. <laughs> um, it's just funny because the city that you're going to has is half the the um, value of going to that team. You know, um, I feel like if you really this might sound ridiculous, but if you step back and look at it, all the players, seventy five percent of the superstars in the league are in warm climates where the city is growing and things are good, you know, LA, Miami, um, Dallas, even uh, Phoenix. Um, Tampa just won the Super Bowl. Tampa. Yeah. Everyone went to Tampa. Um, That's my opinion. I don't really know where I'm going with this. No, it's just, it seems like Chicago isn't the number one place to go. Not because of the team, but because of the city itself. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Tito. Go ahead, Martin. No, you go right. ahead. Um, I was just going to say, I don't really think Chicago was a bad city. I think uh, other than the climate, I think there's a lot of things to do. And Oh, yeah. I don't think so at all. It, uh, I don't know. Yeah. But it's just the way it's perceived from the outside, I feel like. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I think in my own opinion, I think going to Tampa Bay would maybe be less fun because there's less things to do. Yeah. And yeah. I'd say... The issue is more so the, the the winters here. The winters here are they can be kind of cold, but like yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, Chicago has I, I, some. I've been to LA. I've been around New York. Sorry, and mm-hmm. we have way more diversity. We got better food. We got yeah. all different industries and things to do. You can find a career in music you can find it in arts you can be the world's best lawyer or doctor mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so it's a it's a booming city it's a tech hub of you know the world and so chicago is a great city we get flack you guys know i work in marketing so i, I can market the city all day but mm-hmm. yes I, in the national scope chicago is not looked at as beautifully as it can be you know right now we're covered in ice uh, but when it comes to Chicago summer, oh my God, it's a beautiful thing. So yeah, so hey, Andre Drummond, if you're out there and you're listening to this, <laughs> take notes. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, yeah, it seems like uh, 
that I feel like uh, people don't just break down Chicago enough. I, when I hear people from like, I don't know whether it's news people from other countries or YouTubers or whatever it is, mm-hmm. social media stars, it's just you, you mention LA and you mention New York and you don't mention Chicago and anything. Chicago is um, the third largest city in the United States. Right, right. Yeah. Let's not yeah. blink at that. Yeah. <laughs> We've had superstars come out of our city. Yeah. And we yeah. once had the best basketball team in the world. So, well, we still do claim one, the best basketball team of all time, right? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do it. 96 Bulls. So, yep. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Chris Tapps, Porzingis. Um, don't think he's going to get traded in the end, but he might. He he might. Um, although I don't think he'll resign whenever his contract ends. But no, I don't think he'll be getting traded. Um, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for Mavericks fans. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing for Porzingis himself. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not too sure about about him uh, getting traded yet. Um, so before last on trade rumors, Russell Westbrook. Um, this was one that kind of died out ever since he started playing really well the last couple of weeks, but I did still want to talk about it just because um, Russ Westbrook's trade value has gone down so much ever since he came to Houston or midway through mm-hmm. the season with Houston. Mm-hmm. And right now, just off the top of your head, if you're taking someone to build around, are you taking John Wall or Russell Westbrook? Oh, John Wall, without a doubt. John, John Wall. Yep, John Wall for me too. So, um, everyone thought it was going to be a super trade to let Russell Westbrook go for John Wall, but it seems to be exactly the opposite. Um, Russell Westbrook just he he can't seem to find a fit in a team ever since he played with Kevin Durant, and I think that what he needs to do is go to a team that is contending. Um, I just feel like he'll play better there i normally that's not the case but i feel like he'll take less stupid shots which he's been doing less of this season but he'll take less stupid shots because he's got more talent around him and it, i don't know where he would go it would maybe be miami i was thinking of the um, exact same thing i was thinking Miami. yeah yeah but the thing is like they have good pieces there and so like teams that are contending it's hard for them <laughs> to pick up somebody with a price tag like Russ. Uh-huh. Yeah, so honestly, the the smartest thing, that, I mean, when does his contract expire? Two years from now? I don't know how good he'll be by then. He might even be retired. I hate to say it because if I could choose one player in the NBA current to go back to his prime, it's Russell Westbrook. Oh, yeah. Um, or Derrick Rose, but minus the injuries, maybe. I think uh, everybody besides... would take Derrick Rose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we're not talking about Derrick Rose, if we're okay, let's, let's say besides Derrick Rose, Russell Westbrook is the guy that I want to see back in his prime again, yeah. the most for me. Um, but yeah, I think it, it's seeming like he's kind of—I hate to say it again—but he's kind of like falling off a cliff here um, in the last year and a half of his career. I think he's frustrated. Um, you know, the man does not have a championship, and mm-hmm. and like, let's think about it, like. KD, Russell Westbrook, and uh, Mr. Stepback were all James Harden were all on the same team at one point. Mm-hmm. And so, like, 
how did they not win a championship? I mean, I think yeah. I get that, but I think they're, they've all developed individually. I think KD has stuck to his game. He's just gotten better, but I think Harden was, yeah, he won six man of the year when they got to the finals, so he wasn't what he was now. And I, I don't think Russell was as, you know, as dominant as he is in terms of wanting the ball the whole time and kind of as boneheaded as he can be sometimes. Uh, but if they had kept those, if they had kept the team together for two more years. Yeah. Yeah. That, right, they're winning. Easily. They would have won. Yeah. I, if you put Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, and James Harden on a team together in 2020, 2019, let's say, and you've got, obviously, you got to think that you got the Warriors, honestly, you've got, well, LeBron was, was on the Lakers was yeah. by himself. Yep. Um, okay, how about this? Let's say this. You have Russell Westbrook, think about 2019, these players. Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, James Harden, or Kyrie, Kevin Durant, James Harden. Each in 2019, uh, who are you the taking? The first option. Mm-hmm. Without a- yeah, me too, me too. What about you, Tiga? Wait, run that back one more time? Sorry. So if you had Russell Westbrook, James Harden, and Kevin Durant, all 2019, um, versus Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Kevin Durant, 2019. Who are you choosing? 2019? Yeah, like their 2019 selves. Uh, See, I was just about to say, you know, Kyrie, KD, and James are on a team right now, and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they're, they're not playing as well as, you know, you would have anticipated three superstars to play on the same team. So I guess, I guess I would have gone with Russ. I I guess Russ and a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems like, I don't know how they lost in the finals to Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Is that who it was to Steph and Clay? Steph. Yeah. The one year that they went to the finals. They lost to a great team. The thing, the key word Mm -hmm. is team because they were a team. Mm -hmm. They played together, you know, the issue with Kyrie and Russ is, like, a point guard needs to be your least egotistical player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Kyrie has a championship because of LeBron. And, I, you mm-hmm. know, and I think Russ doesn't have one because of himself. Yeah. Um, and Steph has fun. one because he stayed within his bag and he – had great pieces around him, and he made sure to use them when he needed to, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. So that's that's interesting um, to know. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so yeah, you've got Russell Westbrook. I don't, I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, I just don't know who would really want him as of right now. Um, to be honest. <laughs> Um, he's getting paid a lot of money for having triple doubles and nothing more. So, and triple doubles is pretty significant. But game is different. The game is different. Be. Yeah, yeah, and it could be considered pretty easy as a good player on the Wizards to get a triple double. You know, exactly. Um, you have the ball so, in yeah. all the time. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised 
if LaMelo Ball started racking up triple doubles if he played yeah, next year yeah. for the Hornets. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, not at all. Um, so, yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere, not because the Wizards wouldn't want to trade him, but because he, no one would really want him. Um, so, yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. Finally, um, he's not in the trade rumors, but he is in the free agency right now, DeMarcus Cousins. Mm-hmm. Not sure whatsoever what the Rockets are doing letting him go, to be honest. He was playing really well. Um, I think he was averaging like 12 points, eight and a half rebounds and like three assists. Um, not too sure what they're doing. I don't know. He was on a fairly small contract, wasn't he? So, um, Martin, you might know a little more about this since you're the real Rockets fan. Um, nowadays, it, I, I don't know. Do you know? Uh, I, yeah. I don't know. It mostly has to do go. with kind of what they're trying to do over there, which is uh, a rebuild. I think they're trying to rebuild and still be able to, to get to the playoffs. Maybe mm-hmm. next year, not this year. I don't think this year, but... So I think uh, they just want yeah. younger players, and they've they've been showing out with the players they have. Jay Sean Tate, um, Chris, and David and Waba have all been surprises this season. Uh-huh. They've all put they've all been playing great. Uh, yes. Yeah. So yeah, they're trying to. They just released them because they probably they said they wanted a younger center. So someone they just prefer a younger big man, I guess. And then it's the same thing with. I don't know if we're going to mention him or not, but mm-hmm. P.J. Tucker, they're still looking to trade him just because they, they really just are in the rebuild oh, mode. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. What would we say for picking up someone like uh, like we discussed earlier and Andre Drummond or Chris Porzingis? Yeah. For the Rockets. For the Rockets? I mean, I think I think they're in yeah. different stages yeah. because Chris Tops is probably – uh, a bit younger yeah. than than Drummond. I think Drummond doesn't win now, whereas Chris Tops mm-hmm. doesn't have that kind of urgency because of the state he's in in his career. So I just don't really think Chris uh-huh. Tops is a good pickup because not just that he's a bad player because he's not at all. It's just if he's getting injured so constantly uh-huh. and when he's not, that doesn't allow him to really be consistent and not and not even when he's playing that doesn't allow him to get a fair rhythm so I just don't think that's that's a good pickup yeah yeah Houston needs somebody who's in rhythm and they but a little younger Mm -hmm. that's why neither Porzingis or Andre would be a good fit because um you know Andre needs to go to a team where he's they need veteran experience they're not trying to you know, coach and build up somebody. Um, and that, that's mm-hmm. what the plan is. And they need, they do need somebody more physical like Andre. I don't think Houston has ever played a game where they've really focused with having big guys up top in shooting. That's not really ever been, that hasn't been Houston's game in a while or ever, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Ever. That's not what they, that's not the ball they play in Houston. So they need somebody who's physical, a big guy. Um, and they could probably pick up a rookie or two in the next couple of years. Yeah, yeah. So now where do we think DeMarcus Cousins might sign? Because there was the opportunity to go to the Lakers, and then the Lakers kind of just all of a sudden one morning said, yeah. no, we don't want him anymore. Um, I mean, so where, where might DeMarcus Cousins go could potentially go to a contender. I don't know if – again, I don't know if the Clippers will want him because 
he can be conflictive, and I think they mm-hmm. getting rid of Montrezl showed that that yeah not kind of what they're trying to do. You're clear. So I can see him maybe going to the Nets. Yeah. Maybe another one we've described as the Sixers. He obviously wouldn't be starting, but I don't see him starting in any team. So he he would definitely yeah. be good for the Sixers, isn't it? DeMar- I say, go ahead, Mark. Uh, I think Demarcus Cousins, if you if you think he has a chance of going to the Nets, he's just as much chance of coming to Chicago. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you don't want him here. I yeah, mean, I, I mean, guys don't want I don't, him in Chicago. I don't the point of it because I think no, it I doesn't. Don't. I don't think he would want to come here because he's trying to win a ring, just to kind of as the last thing in his in his career. And I just, I think I'm not a Bulls fan, but I think if I if I was mm-hmm. the Bulls GM or front office, I would be saving all the money on cap space that I have to hopefully get a really like a good young player this summer. I think that's that would be objectively the best thing to do. Well, if he's trying to win a yeah. ring, he yeah. would end up at the Heat, but they they wouldn't. But start I, him. I, I'm they not sure. Not he th- I'm not sure he he really know he thinks that he he can get a starting job at a contender. I don't, I don't, because I, I just mm-hmm. don't think like Boogie can be a little crazy, which is shown by, you know, a lot of things he's done. But I don't think, you know, he's delusional and he thinks that he, he's gonna get picked up and he's gonna be a contender. Yeah, think about how relaxed he was when he came to the Rockets yeah. and the Rockets said you're not starting. Christian Wood is, you know. Um, now here's here's something that I just thought of like. DeMarcus Cousins and the Rockets said they wanted to lock in an extension for him. Uh, and then James Harden leaves, and a couple of weeks later, the Rockets aren't contenders anymore, and DeMarcus Cousins wants out. Mm-hmm. So I think that is a sign that he does want to go to a contender. Um, so, yeah, like 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 we said, I think he, he wants to go to a contender. I think he's completely fine with not starting, to be honest, um, based off of what happened with Christian Wood and all that stuff. True. True. Um, I think his main places are A, Brooklyn, B, Miami. Despite Miami not playing very well, but they've yeah. had a lot of things due to COVID. Um, hmm. C, potentially hmm. Phoenix, I was thinking of. Um, Phoenix have been playing very well, and they need a backup big man desperately, it seems like, yeah. because DeAndre Drayton's been playing decently, but a backup big man would make him look so much better, and then they need a backup big man as well. <laughs> yeah, that would be a great fit. Yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, so those are my top three for him. Um, so then moving on, uh, All-Star Game selections came yeah. out. Um, I did want to talk about – I mean, LeBron James has been open about saying, why are we having an All-Star Game, you know? Um, if I get selected, which obviously he will and he was, um, then I'll go. But why are we doing this um, in the middle of a pandemic? And it's like, I mean, why are you playing you know, NBA? Then? Alex, I have to disagree you with you. I'm sorry that... to cut you off. But I think in a way, there's a difference between playing the NBA, which is, you know, you're playing the league. He's already mm-hmm. played the other league. And the All-Star game, which is purely a lucrative thing. The NBA, no one, no even with the new format, no one wants yep. this as much. This this is purely made so they can get more money. And I think what LeBron here says 
is he doesn't want to be put in risk as well as the other players that have to go because it's almost as if they're using them to make money mm-hmm. in a game that's completely unnecessary and that if all these stars are together and there's a case, it completely messes with the league. And I think his whole thing is he's trying to promote safety. And with this game, you know, this isn't a finals game. This isn't even a regular season game. No preseason. This is mostly just windmill dunks and no defense. So I, I get why he doesn't want to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a good point. But, no, you know, go ahead, Alex. go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so in my opinion, that is a really good point. And obviously, I'm all three of us are super cautious about mm-hmm. Corona. Um, and as it's hard to explain it, not if we set aside the idea of the NBA doing this just for the money, it makes a lot of NBA fans happy and if the NBA keeps up how strict they've been with um with testing and I mean I don't think their families are allowed to leave the house except for grocery shopping and like emergency things um so to me it kind of seems like there's very low chance that any of these guys come in there and I mean especially all these guys are the guys that need to be extremely careful no matter what, because if they get the virus and even if there's no all-star game, if they get this virus, people are going to be saying, Oh, well, this guy isn't my favorite anymore because he wasn't being cautious enough, you know? So it's, it's complicated, but I, I do think it's, it's, it's just, it's, there's so many different views. You're such, a, you're such a pure fan. Answer. You're such a pure fan, Alex, and I love it. But at the end of the day, the NBA is a business. And for two two very important business reasons, it does not make sense to have the All-Star Weekend, right? Business reason number mm-hmm. one is it costs a lot logistically to, yeah. to mm-hmm. have your NBA players coming from different parts uh, different teams, different parts of the nation, all to one central location versus when it's like teams traveling, one whole team is traveling to another place. So that is way easier to do with logistically and keep safer in a COVID environment. So they're going to have to put in more money to make sure that the players are safe. And, you know, there's not the other business reason, right? Uh, besides logistics is, all-Star Weekend, a lot of the money is generated not only through the, the game or through TV streams, right? The majority of the money is not made through TV streaming, uh, the All-Star Weekend. A lot of things happen within the city. So last year when Chicago had All-Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. Met, Best All-Star was, Weekend, was, by the way. It was a great All-Star Weekend, right? Uh, great games, great skills challenge, great dunk contests. But it was also a great time in the city because of how many fans were able to travel to the city, right, and enjoy mm-hmm. the different festivities, whether that was bands playing, the baby was in town, and multiple other, like, artists Yeah, were in town I, I tried to contests. go see the baby, but then oh, yeah. once we got um, the tickets yeah. the night before, I, it, like, said, it sent an email saying, disclaimer, it's plus 18. Broke my heart. So, so there's, there's many things. There's so many things that will be lost 
from a, a gen, uh-huh. uh, from a revenue standpoint that they will lose money. They will lose tons of money actually if they try to host All Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. And so for those reasons, I don't know if there will be that same flair to the game. I don't know if you know since. Though there won't be limited, there'll be limited fans. You know, there won't be Kevin Hart drawing on the sidelines and doing all his antics. And so, like, you lose, you know. Also, for me as a fan, you lose some of the 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 fun that comes from the All Star Game because, honestly, in my opinion, the NBA is getting softer and softer year in and year out. You know, I'm seeing technical mm-hmm. calls called on the other day when. I, I do want to talk when, about the other day too. when Giannis dunked on, I forget who it was. Giannis dunked on dude, stared at him for about one second, like the smallest meme mug. No, no vocals, just a slight flex in a meme mug, right? Like you just dunked mm-hmm. on somebody, right? Like mm-hmm. I know the roughs have not, the refs have not experienced this, but the excitement that you get as a fan watching somebody dunk on somebody. Now imagine that being the person who actually caused your excitement. That, and so you can't yeah. have any. So, anyways, in the All Star Game, you get to see all that drawing, that that back and forth, and the interaction with the fans in a pure form. And so, that's I think that'll be missed. And so, yeah. Although I do think. It'll be a great game because they are doing the same format as 2020 with the separate kind of like a mini game for each okay. quarter. Um, they did decide they're going to do that. Um, so it's just it's like when you're um, – what's a good example? It's like it's like when you're a kid, like when you're five years old and I don't know. It's like <laughs> I, I had an example earlier that I thought of. Now I'm forgetting what it was, mm. but – um, it's like, it's just so good that you don't want it to not happen. I feel you. Like Christmas. You know? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's just so good that you don't want it to not happen. And, um, as cautious as we all are about Corona, I just feel like it, it's one of those things. It's like, <laughs> I really look forward to it every year, you know? So. Um, anyway, yeah, so, um, let's go over starters, um, West, Luka Doncic, Steph Curry, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, and Nikola Jokic, um, I don't have a huge problem with this, despite Damian Lillard not being in there, um, now I understand that, honestly, Luka and Steph, probably have been playing better than Dame just overall, maybe not points per game wise, but overall. Um, But it's just the West have so many talented players that a great player like Dame just can't even make it to the starting lineup. You know, it's, it's tough. Like you can't have three point guards starting um, for you in, in be starters in the all-star game, you know? Yeah. Maybe they should do a point guards separate challenge with all the best from the West because they have so many great, you know, point guards over there. Yeah. yeah. Even Donovan Mitchell has um, been playing amazing this year. So, mm-hmm. 
Incredible, yeah. Um, and then the East, I actually have no problem with this whatsoever. Kyrie Irving, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Joel Embiid. Um, I, I have no problem I with that whatsoever. Do you guys have anything that you want to discuss? Of, yeah, I think, I think, and Stephen A. tweeted okay. this out, and I'm not, I partly agree with it. I don't think he's the best player in the league right now, but I think he definitely is top three. And I think mm-hmm. what he's doing right now is is amazing yeah. because you he switched up his game from a system that he's been in for eight years, and he, I think this is probably the best we've ever seen him really. So I would have, but I get that mm-hmm. there's kind of yeah. the longevity factor, which is the same thing with Christian Wood, where if you're not a, if you weren't there for that long, if you didn't play as many games, you're not going to get selected. Uh-huh. Also, you can't have three guys yeah. on the True. same team starting. That, yeah. that just be ridiculous. Oh yeah, that would be fair. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> it would be too easy. They just had too much chemistry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't. I also don't know how the fans would feel about having three Brooklyn Nets players starting too. So. Um. Yeah, so those are the mm-hmm. starters. Um, James Harden, would you uh, replace Bradley Beal or Kyrie Irving? I'm just going to say Kyrie. I don't know what Tigo thinks. Uh-huh. I would agree. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, well, we all agree on that. Um, and then the bench players. This is where... There were some actions that took place that don't one hundred percent make sense to me personally. Um, Talk to me. So for the for the West, you have Anthony Davis, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Zion Williamson. It, I'm really happy to see Zion in there. He deserved um, it. Look at his stats. Because yeah, he's. Wait, what did you say, sorry? He, he deserves it. Look at his stats. <laughs> he does. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought you said. That. So I'll make sure. Um, he he definitely does, and he may have not been the number one option, but he, you know, if you take Devin Booker, who didn't obviously isn't here right now, but he will be replacing Anthony Davis. But if Anthony Davis were healthy, you take Devin Booker and well, Zion, Zion because who do you, you want know, to see more like in a an fun all Overweight game? penguin, but he can jump out the gym. I don't think. I, I don't really, I don't even think that's a question. I think he's the most entertaining thing. Exactly. Because it's like it's like watching a boulder fly. I just exactly. It's amazing. <laughs> and then when when you take I don't know, I think Chris, Chris Paul, Paul and Devin Booker, kind of who do you want to like see Tigo more? Speaking about the tenacity aspect, I think he's he's really really competitive, mm. which kind of drives the other players to get uh-huh. to that level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think Chris Paul so, does bring a lot of tenacity, but Devin Booker, Devin Booker is saucy. Like he he's the type of player who does not care. He he will go out there and play his game and just shoot in people's mouths. Chris Paul, he's a veteran and he'll he'll bring entertainment to the game 100%. Uh mm-hmm. I mean I I really do respect both of them. <laughs> They're, they're both on the same team, so it's hard to it's hard to pick. So here's here's what I'm thinking. 
for Zion versus Devin Booker, it's insane highlights versus a mm-hmm. three or two. For Chris Paul, it's alley oops, behind mm-hmm. the back passes, between the legs, dribbling, dribble moves versus a couple threes in the game. Okay. And I'm taking Chris Paul because he's just, in my opinion, the best playmaker with LeBron James um, in the league right now. So that uh, James Harden too. Um, so that's why I think Chris Paul is also even better than Devin Booker to be in an all-star game. Maybe not an overall player, but to be in an all-star game, that's why I think those two are better. And people have been so angry about those two being in over Devin Booker. It's just I think the media is looking at it from that aspect. I mean, having Chris Paul and Zion on the same team at the, and at the same time, that could it, – it'll turn into a Globetrotters game. Yeah, yeah. That could be awesome. Yeah, 100%. And with even Donovan yeah. Mitchell, he can jump out the gym. So, just throw yeah. them in and, yeah. I mean, take take out Jokic and Doncic and I just want to see some sick dunks. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what the yeah. all-star game. Yeah, 100%. Um, and then the East Reserves um, is really where I think more people got snubbed. Um so you got Jalen Brown, James Harden, Zach Levine, my guy, Julius Randle, one time off time anywhere to come. For Julius uh, Randle. Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, and Nikola Vucevic. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um so yeah. Uh a lot of people that are even more hardcore NBA fans than us um say like why is Julius Randle there? <laughs> Because he's because he's kind of like a meme player, and then this season he just decided to go off and get triple doubles. Um, it's like there may be players doing better than him, but it's like as if you were um, taking Derrick Rose and putting him in the All Star game this season. You just he might not be the best, but you want to see him there. You know, we'll see what he does. Um, yeah, well, I hope he puts on a show because I'm pretty. It's fun, funny but... that somebody from the Knicks um, made the, the All Star game. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, when was the last time? Like uh, Patrick? I Ewing? think Kristaps made it when he was. He was... Oh, he did. Yeah. Kristaps and Patrick <laughs> Ewing are like the two most recent that I can think of. Um. So yeah. Uh. Let me listen. Let me. Let me take a step back and name a couple names that um, uh, maybe should have been here. Um, Demontis Sabonis. Let's start with him. Bam Adebayo. Um, who else do we got? Uh, even Kyle Lowry. Um, John Morant. Trey Young. Uh, I I just think the people don't understand how stacked the East is nowadays. People still think, oh, it's all West, you know, when the East, you have James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant all on one team yeah. alone. Um, and personally, I think that the East has more firepower nowadays than the West. Whoa, there. Um, <laughs> you know, the starters, the starters, uh, if, okay, Let's think about this um, a different way. Uh, last season, you have Miami, right? Incredible bench depth versus 
Um, let's go 76ers, right? Good starters and then not as much depth. That's like no. Miami is east and Sixers are west. Yeah. You know, or even the Bucks. Hold on, hold on. So the east has more depth while the west has the better starters. Who are you taking, though? Depth, far depth. I mean, look, LeBron's LeBron, so the West. Like, I think that as simple as that is, well, yeah, but Giannis is Giannis, but what are we talking about? The the All-Star game or just... Let's let's, let's put it in the aspect of an actual game. Who do you think is going to win the All-Star game? Well, I think this year they're doing team captains selecting. But if it were East versus West, I'm saying... Uh, when I'm looking at the East versus West I'm right saying, now, I think the East no. has got it. I think the East has got it in the back. I, so. I do too, I think, yeah. As, as good as they are, I think the West, they have certain players that are better defensively. And then offensively, they, they like overall, they have better players on both sides. And, Also, don't forget Anthony yeah. Davis won't be playing KD, this game. Giannis, Joel Embiid, Jalen Brown. Yeah. Three players in the top five. Defense. No. Mad um, defense. No, I know about that, but I think there's... Julius Randle. I don't see any defensive no, players I think, except look, for I think Rudy Gobert. They... I mean, they don't yeah. play defense in an all-star game. No, I get saying. that, but I think there's certain aspects of, <laughs> uh-huh. for example, the playmaking. The playmaking the West has, I don't think the East has that type of playmaking. They have Chris Paul. Chris Paul is an X factor. LeBron, Jokic, Jokic is an animal. So then they have the Penguin too, who I think is pretty pretty unguardable Mm. in a pick and roll. So. Or an alley oop. So I just think, uh-huh. while they might not have enough depth, I think just the quality of the players they have is enough to, to surpass the East. But I, I get you guys' points. It's it, okay. Let's think about it. Let's think about it this way. You've got yeah. and Paul, Luca, and Kawhi. Yeah. No. I mean, sorry, but, but Luka, Luka and Kyrie. Okay, who is it's Kyrie? But Luka's not more. Luca's a starter because of the fans. Luca's not gonna. Luca's start the game and then he's gonna sit out the rest. If there, if it's coming to crunch times, it's gonna be most likely Chris Paul, who's not a starter. LeBron. Uh, I I don't know if Jokic will play or not. And uh, yeah, it would be Chris Paul, LeBron, um, Steph. And most likely Rudy. See, you got on the West. Why? Their whole starting lineup. Yeah. I would put the ball in their hands to hit a game-winning shot. I would give that to the West. I would put it in any of their <laughs> hands. I don't know about mm-hmm. Giannis or Joel Embiid. Kevin Durant. I, Kevin Durant. I don't know about. Yeah, KD. Can maybe here's, make up for one of them, but not both. Here's 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 what I'm thinking with this format that we've got, where the players are playing hard to win the money again oh, for yeah, charities. Well, oh, yeah, there will be defense in the second half. Um, there was defense last year. 
I I did like the format. There was yeah. when it came to the last court, the last quarter, they had they. It's it's still a game, you know, and and it's still a race, and so mm-hmm. I think that was fun. So hopefully we can see that again this year. Yeah, but then when you do think about, they will be playing defense in the second half, like yeah. we said earlier. The West have Rudy Gobert, LeBron James, Paul George playing defense, while the East have Giannis, Joel, Jalen Brown, Julius Randle, even Ben Simmons. Yeah. Nikola Vucevic, who's not known for defense, but has good defense, if you ask me. Um, no, with, I don't I know, think man. mixing them it's up makes it more interesting game. as well. Yeah. And I think say. Um, if we get if we get a team where, for example, there's Joel and Zion on yeah, the same team, yeah. I think that's offensively a nightmare for the other team. But yeah, I'm just I'm just happy to see Zion and Julius Randle in there. I think Zion's going to be entertaining. Yeah, for sure. That's a business decision right there. Let me (laughs) let me let me ask you two a couple of questions now. Would you rather have Bam out of bio? Uh, probably most likely Bam because Bam has had to pretty much carry the whole team most of the year. Yeah, and I think, but I I get the voting. Yeah, and that's why I feel like people don't understand. Can go sideways, and I think maybe they're just trying to add one player from Orlando because I don't know if there's been a player from Orlando in the All-Star game in a long time so <laughs> I get they try to spread it out um, maybe no 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 but he was in the dunk oh, Aaron only. Gordon. I don't think he, he was actually in the game no I don't think so he never made a team um, Penny Hardaway I think I don't think we were born that was back before then. your time oh. um <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um so now let's let's do a little thing, okay? Martin, mm-hmm. you be LeBron James and Tigo, you be Kevin Durant. I sent you a picture of here, I'll send you a picture in our group chat right now of each team, a good representation. Right. And uh just replace Anthony Davis with Devin Booker, obviously. Okay. You're gonna be Selecting your starters and then selecting your right. reserves. Tigo, you can have as if first you guys are the actual people, and we'll see how this turns out. Oh wait, what? Yeah. So I just pick whoever, whomever I want. So yeah, start with the starters. Yeah, and then we'll whoever pick reserves. But I can yeah, pick whoever Le- I want. You're LeBron and I'm Durant, so you. Yeah, either side. Is that how it's gonna be in the, the actual game? Oh yeah, so they just have it broken down east and west. Oh that's, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So I get the first pick. Um, that's hard. So I'm Kevin Durant. Yeah. Well, obviously he's gonna go with Kyrie Irving, but if I was KD, I, I would, if you, I would yeah. go with Steph Curry. I would pick Good, Steph. Yeah, just make it, just make it saucy. Yeah, you know, switch it up. Mhm. Mhm. Old, old teammates. I'm, too. I'm, I'm gonna yeah, go the former, Paul George former, route yeah. because I think he's been clowned so much. Mm-hmm. He's probably gonna want to show out just because it, it is the game of the stars. So. 
Oh, okay, I thought I could pick anyone. Okay. Do do uh, and, uh out of the, starters. Yeah, out of the starter ones, I'm, I'm gonna I'm I'm picking Nicola. I love Nicola. So. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. yeah um. Yeah. Then let me pick up. Yeah. Luca. I think uh, then I'll probably like got, I'm going to have to go with another big man because Nicola's kind of like the point guard, so I'll go with okay. Joel. Yeah, I have trust in – I have Nicola's more – I, I be can your trust point Nicola guard? with my life, so. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, all right, so then <laughs> I guess I'll stay uh, – so I got Jokic. I mean, no, I got Doncic. I got – Steph. All right, let me get let me get let me get quiet. Let me yeah. get quiet because he's he's like a robot. You can always count on him. Yeah, yeah. Last season, yeah. last All Star game, he started off the game with like what? And then, um, yeah, I'll take that. All right, then I'll I think that. then my <laughs> remaining picks would be. Um, I think you you said so. Yeah, Tigo, you have Steph, Luca, and and Kawhi. I have. Nicola and Joel, so I think I'll Kawhi. probably go with. Yeah, I'll go unrealistic. LeBron would never pick Kyrie, but I'll mm-hmm. go with Kyrie because I think he he he's pretty like Tigo said. He has kind of that <laughs> star factor in terms of that he brings another edge to the game where he makes it really fun. So I'll go with him. That's that's yeah. why I, I yeah. picked Steph because no. I wanted you to take Kyrie. It would be funny if they switched up, you, go. you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's Giannis and Bradley. Both Bradley, big men have been oh, taken. Oh. I mean, all right. I have I have Steph. He can shoot. Luka can shoot. Mm-hmm. KD can shoot. Mm-hmm. Kawhi can shoot. Mm-hmm. Then let's bring on uh, Giannis. So, let's bring yeah, on Giannis, I'm happy with, with, with getting Bradley on board. Uh, I wanted Bradley, but it's cool. The reserves. <laughs> so that leaves. Um, that's yeah. That leaves the reserves. So as of right now, Tigo, your starting lineup is Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Mm-hmm. Martin, yours is starting at the point guard, Nikola Jokic. <laughs> Shooting guard, Bradley Beal. Small forward LeBron James. Oh wait, no, 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 no. sorry. Yeah. Jokic and, at the point uh, guard. Yeah. Kyrie at the two, Beal at the three, LeBron at the four, Embiid at the five. Uh, so they're both solid now. As yeah, of right I'll now, who's winning a five out of this? Mainly just Come Durant. On. I think Durant and then Steph, <laughs> and you have Luke. I think those three with the players that I have on my team. Jokic doesn't play defense. Um. Mm-hmm. So Kyrie doesn't either. So yeah, Tigo. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to say Tigo too. Um. All right. Um. So, so then reserves, we'll get uh Martin. Yeah, to I'm gonna first go with the reserves. penguin. And don't forget so, Anthony Davis is Devin Booker yeah. in disguise. Damn. First, uh, okay. That <laughs> is disappointing. Yeah. A lot of a lot of I mean, highlight plays. Wait, can right I trade? <laughs> yeah, sure. I I wouldn't see I wouldn't see why not. 
if Martin agreed with it. I don't even know who to pick up. All right. Um, I'm so disappointed now. I wanted. I'll give you my whole team for <laughs> for Zion. All right. Um, then I'm gonna go with the opposite direction. I'm gonna yeah. just pick up Dame because he's gonna be That's shooting. From then the um, I think I'll have to go with mm-hmm. Paul George. I think again he's probably gonna want to prove himself. And if not, I mean he he's a good player when he wants to be. So. Well, mm-hmm. since he's still on the table, I need somebody who can also create me some highlights. So let me get Zach Levine, right. my boy from Chicago. Um, uh, yeah. I'm going to go there with James I because I think <laughs> someone to finally pick him. I think, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, again, uh, another player who, who's kind of like a fat penguin without the athleticism, but, you know, the dribbling, I think he's definitely <laughs> up there. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. for sure. So, who do we got out there? I got Zach. Let me go with Donovan Mitchell. Yes, he can jump out the gym. I like right. my my bench is just gonna be then I think, jump out. Yeah, I'm gonna gym. have to go for um, first time All Star. Yeah. yeah. And uh, who has captured the heart of New York? I'm gonna have to go with Julius Randle. Damn it. He's taking all my picks. This is ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was a good pick. All right. Um, okay. All right. Let's see. Who's going to be fun? Um, yeah. We, we got to win this game. Oh, Chris Paul. Come on. Yes. Maybe then uh, looking at what's left, I think I'm going to have to go with uh, Mr. Corona himself. Rudy Gobert, I think he, you know, he might not be the most exciting player, but, you know, he, he can dunk on someone. He can get dunked on, you know, one of the two. So, I'll go with Rudy. Mm-hmm. That's the verse. If you can both get dunked on and also yeah. dunk on people, you know. He's a two-way player, as yeah. I say. Uh-huh. We saw him dunk on Giannis the other night. Which is no small feat. But I feel like Giannis gets dunked on. Yeah, but Mario Hazonia has some... I think, you know, he well, might not have to a be great fair, career, he got dunked on by When Mario he retires, Hazonia. he's going to be proud of himself. He blocked LeBron to win a game. He dunked on Giannis. You know, I think those are, those are some real moments. <laughs> they are. They're pretty big moments. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's going to get posters out of them. So, kudos to him. Um... Who do I also I have Donovan Mitchell, right? right. So let's see who's left. We've got Jalen Brown, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, and Nikola Vucevic. Hmm. All right. Since I have a bunch of shooters yeah. already, I'll pick up Ben Simmons. That's a good pick. Um I'm thinking athleticism wise, I think uh I think Jalen Brown and uh, Devin. Bro- I mean, I think Jalen Brown might be the most athletic, but I think, uh, yeah, I'll probably have to go with Nikola Vucevic. I don't want him to get picked last, so yeah, that's a good pick. You don't want him getting picked last. That'd be rude. Um, um. All right. Who else do I have? I have Jalen Brown. I have. 
Oh, let me pick up Devin. Um, I'm left with either, is it Tatum or Brown? Oh, yeah, he's still there, isn't he? Oh, well, then I think I'm going to have to go with Tatum. Um, I think right now he's not playing very well, but neither neither of them are. Between the two, I would go Tatum. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, me too. And that I'll leaves... take Jalen. Jalen can jump out the door. Uh, they both right. can jump, so. <laughs> so, here we go. Um, we've got Tigo's starters in Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. His reserves are Logo Lillard, Zach Levine, Spida, CP3, Brick Simmons, Ben Simmons, replacement in Devin Rooker, and Jalen Brown. <laughs> Um, Martin's starters are point guard Jokic, Joel Embiid, um, defensive master in uh, Juli- uh, no, not Julius Randle. What, what was his name again? I mean, I, um, I have Jokic, who is your uh, who's, guard, who's your guy, Bradley again? at the three, uh, I who it was and then I have King Lele at, four, at the four, and then uh, Joel at the five. Look. Yeah, okay, there it is. And then reserves, um, Penguin Zion, Playoff P, um, Fast no, James that, Harden, I don't think MVP Julius Randle, um, Rudy Gobert, Nikola Vucevic, and Jason Tatum. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So uh, including the bench, teams, that means I can and, for the um, actual lineup. I won't. Who, have to who's put winning? Kyrie the bench included for the now. final seconds, and I can take Bradley too, so I can replace him with Paul and uh, James, and then mm-hmm. might even take off uh, Joel just to put the Penguin in, just for the entertainment value. I think Zion, Zion's extremely marketable, so mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I, I would have to go with with my team, and I think Nikola Vucevic, mm-hmm. dark horse MVP, so. Yeah, I think Martin is mm-hmm. absolutely crazy if he thinks his team has any chance against my team. Um, clearly, <laughs> I have the best team over here. Um, on my bench, I have CP3. I have Donovan Mitchell, okay? I have Brick Simmons, but he can jump, okay? Uh-huh. I have I have a bunch of boys that can jump out the gym. I'm winning on ad revenue. I'm winning on but I think, generations I, I think of highlights. You're kind of underestimating Jokic. I I really think Jokic, he's a different breed. I think he can definitely – he can get MVP. I think he might get MVP this game. (laughs) People forget how good he is just because he's a bit bit on the the chubby side. I'll I'll take Nicola. I think – Literally, I'll tell you what, I'll put these a, two teams in 2K later tonight. He has Let's a whole team of penguins. All right, I have no penguins on my team. <laughs> yeah. Julius Randle. No, yeah, there's a few overweight guys on that team. This one nowadays. Lucevic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. Jokic. He, yeah, he used to be. I think he... He probably, uh, Joel, yeah, he, really he, he weighed down anymore. a bit. I think used to be. he probably has has a bit of muffin top, but yeah. I 
I actually, <laughs> I actually heard he he. I mean, he yeah, listened to our podcast because he got himself a personal. <laughs> he got married, I think, like in the summer. So I think probably he was just <laughs> just like we're, we're telling him to do. Uh, mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Um, tell you what, I'll put these two teams in the two K later tonight, and we'll we'll do a Word. simulation and <laughs> see how it turns out. Um, but if I had to say, let's see, starters, I, I I think we all said Tigo would win based off the starters. Um, based off of pure gameplay, I'd say Tigo would be the better, more fun yeah. team to watch. Um, especially with Ben Simmons and um and Zach Levine on the same team. Uh, not Ben Simmons, yeah. Chris Paul and Zach Levine on the same team. Um, but who when it comes to crunch time and it's late in the game and you're all tied up and you have Rudy Gobert sitting down in the paint with with um Zion and Paul George protecting yeah. the, the arc. Oh depends how, how much the yeah, starters it, contribute. It, it it's gonna be an exciting game. I mean, I think uh, hopefully they just pick yeah. up no, the that we chose. And I so think most of us are going to get picked last. Yeah. I, I think um, sadly. It'll be interesting. We'll I, I don't think he gets recognized a lot. Uh, but I, I mean, he has Luca. I think, yeah, I think they he was eating with Luca at the bubble a few times. So maybe Luca will tell LeBron to pick him, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Well, um yeah that's that's cool um i think it's very realistic what these these picks especially um with jokic um running the point um so i i um to end the podcast actually i wanted to stress the softness of the league um like we like you talked about a little bit earlier, Tigo. Um, I was watching this clip of MJ. I mean, this was in the last dance too, in one of the episodes where MJ. This is what made him put on all that muscle, mm-hmm. the Pistons oh. back in the day, just shoving him to the ground every time he drove to the basket and oh, no foul Pistons. calls. And the bad boys. And nowadays, yeah, yeah. And nowadays. You touch LeBron and it's a tech. Like, um, if you extend your so, arms, like let's say a bat, like somebody's going to the rim, yeah. and they go up for a lay, a lay, and you extend your arms and push them, you could be thrown out the game. Back in the day, yeah. you'd be lucky to get that as a call. Like dudes would <laughs> throw the balls at right each on. other yeah. and punch each other in the face. And uh-huh. like basketball used to be like hockey. And like, I wish uh-huh. <laughs> this is might just be the testosterone in me, but I wish more sports reverted back. Yeah, to but I think the the rule change could probably be like attributed hockey, to maybe um, just the marketable side of it, uh-huh. right? I think as much as I would want to see who would win in a fight, you know, yeah. Steph or Kyrie mm-hmm. or I don't know, no Embiid, Embiid, Giannis would be very good. I just don't think. Oh. 
I don't think, I don't think taco. we have the characters in the league anymore that we did back then that would cause such a ruckus. Like yeah. maybe maybe Boogie, but like there's not there's not a bunch of Dennis Rodman's <laughs> and Metal World pieces running around. So Quincy AC. The the league has changed. Let them let them celebrate more. Let them get out their frustrations because it's there's money on the line. There's millions mm-hmm. of dollars. These guys are sh- working their butts off, training every day, hard hours. So yeah, let them blow some steam. Yeah, yeah. It's like. Uh... The other day, what really made me want to talk about this on our next podcast, which is today, um, was picture, I think you've, we've probably all seen this clip if we're, we've probably all seen this clip where J.J. Redick has the ball, yep. he's having a frustrating game, he puts, he puts a bat spin on the ball to the thrown ref out. and he gets thrown out. It was the second tech. The first one was for like cussing on the but court exactly or something like that. Turned. So they're not. You're not um, even sure if he was saying anything at directed at the ref. And exactly. Yeah. And then he he he. It, it's an example of refs using their power, abusing their power, you might say, but also of the refs being soft. Not only the refs, but certain players. Like you could even say LeBron James. Um, just flopping well, and flopping and flopping. They're Every starting to cut down on flops you know? and finding players for that, which I do appreciate. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it it is an element of softness that's crept into the game. It's like, and I, I have you guys heard of the podcast, The Whistleblower? I, I really implore you to go mm-hmm. check out the podcast, The Whistleblower. It talks about the ability that the refs have to manipulate the game and really affect, mm-hmm. you know, different points of crucial parts mm-hmm. in the game or, you know, affect the point spread or, or how many points a certain player will have by making controversial calls. And they can, they can make all the calls that they're making, right? The issue is, are they mm-hmm. doing it? justifiably are they trying to do it to maintain the integrity of the game or is there like is there a reason why the NBA is getting so harsh yeah it's hard to know so check out the podcast yeah Yeah. uh, good point it's on uh, Spotify Mm -hmm. and if if we are uh, um if we're if we're talking about shoutouts, if uh, you guys want to go check out um, channel on YouTube called Kenny for Real, it's uh, a second channel of a guy who does 2K rebuilds, um, and he uploads videos almost daily at around 9 p.m. of breaking down the games, and um, he talked about this JJ Redick thing, and it just made me so angry just thinking about it more and more, just. He put, he put backspin on the ball, ref. <laughs> you know, like, relax. He's not doing anything bad. He's just well, tossing you the ball. It's fun, and you know? it scared the ref, so. Yeah. You could see yeah. his reaction, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, no. I could see that. I knew as soon as, like, the ref didn't catch it, he was going to tee him up because it was the exact same ref, and they have 
they have this power trip because like i don't know it's mm-hmm. a, i can't understand like i it's messed up it's not a smart reason to act the way they're acting but like these dudes that are running up and down the court they're all millionaires right and so to have power over a mm-hmm. bunch of millionaires must be a thrill for most professional refs and when they have the mm-hmm. ability to affect the game they probably like that mm-hmm. yeah yeah well it's just I'm not angry but I'm disappointed <laughs> um, so yeah it's uh, it's it's disappointing but Sometimes, I mean, it's ridiculous how sometimes the refs don't catch the clearest foul in history, but then they'll throw you out, throwing the ball at you, so not at, mm-hmm. not passing the ball to you. Um, so yeah, hopefully the NBA starts to crack down more on refs. Um, I heard, I mean, this guy Kenny was talking about how the NBA should fine refs for calls as bad as that one was. Fine refs. Um, I know they and do yeah, it in baseball yeah. more. So hopefully that, yeah, hopefully that makes more of an impact. Um, but yeah, I don't know what else you could possibly do. So um, it seems like the NBA is starting to do a better job of that. Um, I know LeBron James a little a lot over that at one point or another. But um, yeah, that's that's that. Dude, LeBron gets away with it. LeBron gets away. LeBron, yeah, it's like his. You yeah. have to understand, He's certain, like... certain players are allowed to do things that other players are not. You do not see LeBron James getting technicals when he screams at the ref, do you? LeBron James no, will no, make yeah. a gesture or scream or show some sort of emotion. And I'm not saying he's acting out of line, but I'm saying LeBron James is given the freedom to show expression and emotion in the game right. that you don't see a lot of players have that same ability to do. They've really tried to yeah. take away any sort of emotion from the game, which it, it's changed the game in the last couple of years. Uh, the, ability, the frequency yeah. of fouls brings people to the line more. It makes people more scared to play stiffer defense and which has resulted in, you know, more people getting, or these triple doubles, you know, higher scoring, you get, you get benefits now from driving to the rim because you're going to get a foul or, you know, somebody's not going to play hard as a defense. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, the refs want to be careful with LeBron because they know that he can trade <laughs> them even though they're not players. <laughs> so, yeah. That's that. Um, <laughs> this uh, this is definitely by far one of my favorite podcasts that we've done yeah. uh, so far. Um, heading into All Star break, um, I'm I'm really excited. Uh, I don't March, know what, do we have a do we have a date for it? It's like May sixteenth uh... or March sixteenth. March March what? Yeah, March seventh. Seventh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the games in so weeks, March that's right before Alex. Was, the the league says restarting sports on March eighth. So yeah, yeah. No, I'm more than happy. I've, I'm I'm excited oh, really? to to show all the work I've put in with Hugo. And uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 feeling good about it this year. Really, really good. Yeah, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you, man. You put in a I lot wish... of work, Alex says as well. 
Yeah, I wish I could have played my basketball season at Lalamere, but with uh, with COVID and all that, you got to be a little more cautious. But hopefully next year, um, definitely planning on working some more with you. So I look forward yeah. to it. Um, all right, guys. Thank you very much, both of you, for being on. This is another long episode, unintended, but it was a good long episode. Um so yeah, thank you guys for being yep, on. This no has problem. been on the fast break hey, NBA. Bye, Alex. Uh,